0: Hello and welcome to the Jester's Court with me, Mike, and as always, the great Mom flulu.
1: What's up, bitches?
0: Who was confused that I'd already started and why I had her muted so she couldn't talk through the music that I'm very disappointed in. Um,
1: <laughs> really? You're disappointed in that? Disappointed in it?
0: I am. Have you heard it yet?
1: No, You. I I keep asking you to, like, send it to me so I can listen, but...
0: Or, you know, you could just listen to an episode of the show.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> I guess I could do that, um, but no, I, you know, if you if you, if you you get with somebody and they don't provide the product that you like, you just tell them, I wasn't a fan of that, and see if they can do it again.
0: Yeah, that's what I should have done, because the more I listen to it, the less I like it. That's what I should have oh, done, is sit, is sit on it for a day before I accepted it.
1: Have mercy.
0: So guys, as you may have noticed, this was not recorded live, and why, you ask? because it was Pensacon this week. That's why I was your con Monthulu?
1: Oh my God. I had a blast. I had a blast. I met some really cool people during the con. Um, I made some connections for, you know, our own, my own podcast and your podcast and learned some really freaking cool things about superheroes. And, um, just, I just had a blast. And I mean, I didn't even get to see the con as a, as a, um, like a, and it's somebody who enjoys a con. I didn't get to see it as a fan. I, I worked it the whole time. So but I still had a, a like a hell of a good time.
0: How about you? I, I too. A blast is actually exactly what I had written. Like that exactly what it was. Um but it was a long weekend. Um I too worked ninety percent of the time. Yeah, you did. And um the reason this episode got postponed is because I was Pensa tired. Pensa tired? Uh, yes, pensa tired.
1: Did you just go?
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs> As any good dad joke requires you to laugh at it yourself. Yeah, uh,
1: that wasn't funny. But anyway.
0: But yeah, I had a lot of fun. I got to meet some cool people because I did take an hour and go go over to the celeb panel. So I got to meet Carlos Esposito, who I can never pronounce mean, correctly.
1: Gian Carlos Esposito?
0: Yeah, that one. Um, I, I freely admit I can never pronounce it correctly. But um, Moff Gideon. So that was cool. George Decay. Um... Robert Paulson, who does all kinds of cool voices, including a couple from um, Animaniacs, Yakko and um, Pinky. hmm And as we discovered, we, have, me and you have already discussed, he did Snowball's voice from Rick and Morty.
1: Where are my testicles, Summer?
0: Exactly. And then I got to meet Vernon Wells, who wasn't even on my list. He was kind of an add-on, but he's been in Mad Max. Um, I know him from Inner Space. A really cool Australian dude. Cool. All in all, it was a pretty great con, um, and it ended with me and Momthulu getting some butter beers at the Fish House, which is an old tradition. Not, <laughs> not tradition. It's something we did the last time we were there together, and I think we should continue to do so.
1: Yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure that waitress thought we were absolutely insane. We sat down and ordered this like, ab- like this crazy amount of food. I swear to God, the minute she set those salads in front of us, we inhaled them.
0: <laughs> and to be fair, as we said, we worked the whole time. So we're coming over there. I'll have it eat. I had a, all I had to eat all that day was crackers. Yeah. And some
1: and, and a bagel.
0: Yeah, I had I had some like, you know, continental breakfast style at the um in the green room at the Civic Center. Right. But, um, so yeah, which by the way, the fish house is not where you want to go when you're super, super hungry. Cause our bill was over a hundred dollars,
1: <laughs> but, but we were so hungry that we got an appetizer with a side of fries. We both got a big entree and then we got salads to boot plus the butter beers. So like, I mean, this poor, this poor waitress thought that she had just sat some freaking Hoover vacuums because. The minute that food hit the, you know, hit the table in front of us, we literally inhaled it.
0: And then like a good married couple, we both thought the other one was paying. So we were both nice and offered the other one to pay for half and like, wait, no, I, <laughs> I'll help you pay for half. But this was your, your bag. Like, no, it was your, like, seriously. Bob mom, mom um, do you need me to help you pay for half? But I was like, I was going to offer to pay for half because this was your idea. It was
1: not my idea, though. Like before I even signed up to volunteer, you said, are we going to do like we did the last time where we meet somewhere? And I said, yeah, where uh, do you want to eat? That conversation
0: happened, but I'm pretty sure it was you. who. No.
1: And I said, because the last year that you did it, we we went to Cactus Cantina and um, I said, where do you want to go? And you were like, I don't know. I was thinking of the fish house like we did the last time that we went together. And I was like, I would love that. So you you asked, and I was like, I thought it was your plan, and then I was like, it's kind of expensive. Do you need me to help you pay? And you're like, wait a minute. Either way, it's paying.
0: regard it's irrelevant because we both were off offering the other person. <laughs> like, do you need me to chip in? Because we spent a lot.
1: Yeah, it was, and good, we didn't though. even
0: get expensive dinners.
1: Like- no, like. Like at one point you were looking at the crab cakes and I like I said what do you get and you were like I'm either gonna get the shrimp or the Gulf platter or the um um the crab cakes and I looked at the price of the crab cakes and I was like oh maybe you
0: should go the with shrimp, the shrimp the shrimp was ten dollars cheaper the crab cakes were forty nine dollars which you know it wouldn't have been too bad except that again we got like two appetizers salads <laughs> I drank two alcoholic butter beers. she had one regular butter beer.
1: Oh my god, it was so good though, and it was it was it was one of those things that we were so hungry that you know it introduced something to us that we didn't normally eat, like um, the the pickled beets that came on that salad, and we just we were so hungry we just ate it. Get out of here. Those were good.
0: Uh, I'm not a fan of their chicken wings. Not that you know a a fish restaurant needs to have good chicken wings, but they were okay. They were okay, but they weren't great
1: it was just something to get fast but it they ended up bringing it out and then us like eating like two of them and then they're you know here
0: came the actual food yeah the guy even apologized he's like uh do you know are you okay with be bringing this no,
1: we're like uh yeah please put it in front of us right now <laughs> 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 because we were like
0: starving man but all in all it was a black. it was just a great it was, a good, it was it was very good i was very happy that i got you involved finally
1: Oh, sorry, I was yawning. Hey, um, there was that one year that I was going to try, but then there was that, all the those shenanigans. Um, so I mean, I am happy to do it, but I want to be in AV next time because that was that was the most fun I think I've ever had is just doing that. Well, being... once you're on
0: a team, you pretty much stay there unless someone, you know, yeah. unless you have to be moved. So you you are fairly well stuck on AV club now. Very cool. Uh, before we get started in our main event tonight, I do want to do a shout out for our awesome patrons. We have Mr. Derek Diamond, Kyle Keir, Firebrandt, and some crazy person called Momfoola. I
1: have no idea who that lady is.
0: I don't know. She. I think she's you a You want me to kick
1: her ass? I'll i do think it. she's a stalker. Yeah, probably. Seems like she's nuts.
0: Um, you guys help us keep the lights on, and we appreciate it more than you can know. If you, too, want to be an awesome patron, just go to um, patron.com slash the Jester's Court. Um, Tier start as low as three bucks a month, and you get all kinds of cool stuff like early ad free access to episodes, um, exclusive content, including monthly commentary tracks, which we're gonna do here next month. We're gonna have to get on the schedule for Ghostbusters 2016 so that uh. the following <laughs> month we can get the episode back on the, the the calendar. Okay. Um. So that's that's what the March commentary track is gonna be. And, of course, you get access to Saturday Morning Cartoons, where we watch cartoons from the late 80s and early 90s, complete with authentic commercials that I download myself.
1: (laughs) I'm excited for those.
0: And then now tonight for the main event, we are talking about Vegas Vacation. Um, There's no real opening credit theme for me to play for music. You want me to
1: sing it for you? I'll do it.
0: Well, I was going to say, unless you want to do the Beach Boys. Yeah. But um
1: holiday Run! <laughs> no not like, like
0: That sorry. wasn't even the um the one the I know,
1: beginning. I know, I know.
0: But that's right, we're doing the mass massively underappreciated Vegas vacation. Um and it's a you know, we keep doing episodes with first, and this is a first because it is by far the worst rated film that we have done to date.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, I think it's the worst rated film I've seen on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I mean I think even Sharknado got a better rating than it.
0: Thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh my dear God! Wow, that's really low.
0: Um the sh- the movies we were talking about on *Emmysman Rag*, which were bad horror movies, have right. better ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. Right, than this movie does.
1: Right. I'm, look. I just looked it up just for shits and giggles. Um, Sharknado has a seventy four percent tomato meter.
0: Wow. Right. I saw Tara Reid at a panel. Even she said it was stupid. She does not understand how it got popular. Really?
1: Actually... Tara Reid said that?
0: Oh, my God. Um, pause on the show for a second while okay. we discuss this. Because it's worth mentioning. I have actually a little bit more respect for her. Not a lot because um, of reasons I won't get into on the podcast. But I have a little bit more respect for her because when Sharknado came up in her panel, she flat out said the first thing she did was turn it down and said, this is stupid. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to do this I will never work again if I do this movie and then begrudgingly she accepted it because it was a sci-fi movie and she said no one's going to see it anyway
1: uh, and, and it has a huge following Sharknado. it ended up
0: with a huge cult following they've done like seven sequels yeah um, she yeah. did also confirm that there will be no more
1: <laughs> oh Are you... well I mean okay <laughs> there will be no
0: more, <laughs> at least not with Tara Reed in it.
1: She says that now, but you know,
0: you know, every once in a while you got to refill the bank account. So,
1: also, you know, your booze. Um, I'm okay. just not a fan. I'm not. Yeah, a fan I, of Tara I know. Reid. I was
0: purposely not going to go down that road. I'm sorry. So anyway, I'm um... sorry, audience. <laughs> anyway, about Vegas vacation. Um, a couple things about this one. It is the only vacation movie not to include National Lampoons in the title, and the only one not written by. <laughs> I'm sorry. He who shall in my not notes, be named. I could not remember John Hughes' name, and I forgot to forget it to rewrite it in. So that
1: director, my brain forgets right now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is what is in my notes. Director, my brain forgets right now. John Hughes. So it's John the first Hughes. one not written by John Hughes. It's the first one not to include National Lampoons in the title. Which is a, I, I think is, a, is what a lot of people blame for its poor performance. It, um, it brought in $36 million box office off a $25 million budget. Which Ugh. means, when you consider marketing, it probably lost a little money. Um, yeah. But not an utter flop financially. It did, on the surface, make more money than it cost. Um, I'm sure Warner Brothers was looking for more of a return from a Chevy Chase property than what they got. Probably. I mean, let's face it, Chevy Chase at the time was gold.
1: At the time, that is the key there, at the time.
0: He's still talented, but it's not- He's still he's talented, but he's a giant- He's not doing four or five movies a year, you know. And
1: come to find out that he's a giant douche, too, and that just makes me sad, because he seems like a fun I, I guy.
0: I wonder, and next time we have our comedian friends on, Jay and, and, and Jacob, we're going to have to ask him, does funny always come with asshole? Because so many great funny people, it turns out, are dicks.
1: That's very true.
0: Uh, but this film follows the Griswold family on their latest vacation. Clark has finally gotten that bonus he's been waiting on throughout the entire franchise.
1: No, well, I mean, he gets his bonus on every single one. It's just, because like, it, remember yeah,
0: cause, in the, in the first it one? Might, it's coming back, but he doesn't actually get it in the Christmas movie.
1: No, he does remember because he no, kidnapped. The, the,
0: the boss says he's gonna get it, or you know, I'm bringing oh, them okay, back. Okay, okay. But you don't actually see that happen. It's just something in the dialogue, you know. Very true. Very true. That might be next year for all we knew. This time he actually has money in hand. So Clark, after finally getting this bonus, he he decides he's gonna take the family to Las Vegas. He's gonna get remarried to his wife, renewing their vows, and shenanigans ensue, including, of course, cousin Eddie. And Clark gambling away. Twenty, actually, we rewatched the movie. It's I have twenty two down, twenty six thousand dollars.
1: Twenty six thousand
0: dollars. Because of course he did. It's Clark. It's Clark. So, excuse oh, excuse me. Okay. I'm good. Um. So what are the complaints here? Um. That's the thing. It's not a lot of specific complaints. Critics in general characterize it as tepid or flat. In general, just not funny. But is that fair? What do you think, Montoulou?
1: It's not fair. Listen, I think this movie is goddamn hilarious and it's genius. So I will defend it to the teeth. (laughs) Um, Just the slap, the slappy comedy just gets me. It gets me every single time. From like Clark with the Siegfried and Roy thing where he, you know, they turned him into a tiger. And, you know, Beverly D'Angelo or Ellen is sitting there going like, where are you, Clark? Like the whole freaking show, she's like, where is he? And then at the end, whenever Siegfried and Roy are like ending their scene, there he is on all fours with all the rest of the tigers. And you're just sitting here going, what the hell? But listen, it's an ingenious movie. It's got, I didn't realize it had so many adult jokes in it, but, <laughs>
0: Pearl you necklace.
1: know, right. Oh my God. Like that happened. And I was like, are you kidding me? Um, but I love this movie. It is one of my favorite National Lampoon movies. So that it has such a low score and such a low opinion really makes me sad.
0: Um, yeah, it's true. And, and um, I'm going to just say it's not a great film. I, I do think the loss of John Hughes' writing took a lot of the soul out of the film. Um, <laughs> it, you just you lose the homey feel. Clark gets a little. Well, and that might not be John Hughes. There's a big thing with, with comedies. Just, you know, each one's a little less funny than the next. Each one's a little worse than the next. It's hard That's to true. do comedy sequels. Right. But um, for sure, some of the hearts out of the film. Because John Hughes did write it. And John Hughes is an amazing, amazing person.
1: Yes, he is. He's an amazing director. <laughs> He's an amazing... Oh, man. All of his movies from the 80s are just chef's kiss.
0: So... You know, and I, I think that's where a lot of the guff comes from—people um, trying to compare them to the previous vacation films. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it fun to watch? Is the question. It is. And uh, yeah, I, I absolutely. I love Chevy Chase. Ethan Embry. How cool is Ethan Embry?
1: He is a cool guy. I'm
0: sorry, and I actually I met him. I didn't get any pictures or anything with him, but I met him this weekend. At at Pensacon. You did. I did. That's cool. He is, he is so funny. I mean, going all the way back to Dutch. Do you remember Dutch?
1: Oh, my God. I love Dutch. He was
0: the kid in Dutch.
1: You're kidding me. That's Ethan Embry?
0: That's Ethan Embry. Oh, man. And if you've ever seen Empire Records, you guys should all go out right now and see it.
1: My favorite line from Dutch is, nothing burps better than bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's his name? Al Bundy He's a treasure. Yeah, he's a treasure. What is his name?
1: Oh, my God. Now that you've asked me, it's completely slipped my mind.
0: I just keep thinking Al Bundy.
1: Yeah, I know. He's forever going to be Al Bundy. I would look it up for you, but right now, Bulldozer is in my arms. And if I don't, if I move her, she's just going to piss me
0: off. So And and how cool was the subplot going back to the movie with, um, with Ellen Mom and Griswold and Wayne Newton?
1: Ellen and Wayne Newton, yes. Beverly D'Angelo, by the way, was hot as hell in the 90s.
0: And at that point, she was fairly old,
1: too. Yeah,
0: she was in her 50s. She's the same age as Chevy Chase, and Chevy Chase is already looking like his old man Chevy Chase.
1: Right, and Beverly D'Angelo is just, oh, she's hot. I think she's still hot, probably. Well, how great was
0: that subplot, you know, where Wade Newton is just randomly enticed with Ellen?
1: <laughs> My favorite part about that is uh, the, the lock of hair. Because, you know, Ellen, it looked like Ellen was expecting jewelry. She was expecting jewelry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was not thrilled with that. He gives her a lock of no, hair. No, he was like... Ah, it's time to go.
1: Right. She He was like, it's a lock of my hair. You can just see the disappointment on her face. Like, who the fuck is this guy?
0: And, of course, we can't talk about this movie without talking about Wallace Shaw.
1: Yes. Wallace Shaw. Love that guy.
0: Inconceivable. But... <laughs> um,
1: like that part where it was, it was like his, like Clark's last time at that table, and he was like, "Why don't you go ahead and give me half the money that you were going to bet, and I'll take you outside and kick you really hard in the nuts." And you're just like, "You might save some money, Clark. Just do
0: it." He's great. I love him, and I, I, I cannot think of a single thing he's been in that I do not like.
1: You know what? You're right because I don't, I don't, I think the same. Like he just really is. He's a great actor. He's, he's very funny.
0: Uh, but there were some ridiculous points in the film. Um, Clark, as I said, got dumber. Yeah. Now, he, he was always getting in stupid situations in, in all the previous ones. Right. But never you typically not because of his own stupidity. Do you remember at the dam when he decides he's going to climb up the tower? To sp- <laughs> I, I don't even know why. It doesn't tell you why. But yeah, because
1: you- he's at the bottom and he looks up and he's like, it's not that high. What talking about isn't that like a seven it's really high it's a really big dam it's the largest isn't it the largest dam in the world
0: i don't know sounds accurate it's fucking huge well yes it's definitely huge i mean just you know play las vegas or las vegas play um i guess a lot My train of thought fallout new vegas you know it's it's the end yeah sorry i'm playing fallout right now it's in my brain what are you doing, bulldozer? Um, well, I'm talking on a podcast. What are you doing?
1: I'm talking to bulldozer because she's in my arms and she just keeps flopping around. <laughs> People don't know who bulldozer is. If, if bulldozer is it's actually not her name, she's one of her cats. <laughs>
0: um, sorry, okay. it's the second time I've had to mute the cough. No worries. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. So, yeah, that, that scene was a little ridiculous. Um, the I didn't like what they did with the daughter.
1: Audrey, yeah, where she was like, listen, okay, let's talk about stripping. that. Right, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, Vicky does not know how to dance through this whole freaking movie. It is she's compl- like
0: the, the 90s little hand circle thing she's doing. And if you're on YouTube, you can see me doing it. But, oh, my God, that was so ridiculous. And I'm like, people did that.
1: People yeah, so stupid,
0: but you know what I did like with the kids? what Ethan Emery Russ becoming um Mr. Papa Giorno. Giorgio. Papa, Gior- and Papa Giorgio, yeah, he is luckier than anyone else in the family. He wins four cars, tons of money that he blows through, but he won the money to begin you know to begin with, right, all with a fake ID
1: <laughs> like when when Clark busts in and like pulls him out of the hot tub. And, you know, cause he's, already, he he's let the cat out of the bag. And so like the hotel guys are like, Hey, we're looking for this underage kid named Papa Giorgio. Yeah. He took my wallet, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But then he finds him in the hot tub and picks him up by his hair.
1: Well, I know, but I'm, this was, a, this was after he did that. Like, I know, like
0: but that looked like it hurt.
1: Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. It did. Like he grabbed him by the top of his scalp, man.
0: <laughs> Poor Clark. Lost it's such a money. good
1: movie, such a good movie. I'm 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 glad that you're talking about it and we're defending it because it really it really is a funny movie. It really is.
0: And let me ask you this: the guy at the keynote table who gives him all his money, do you think he <sighs> actually died?
1: No, I don't.
0: Because he did some fake die outs, you know, and stuff. And yeah. Like... But the only thing that makes you think otherwise is the the paramedics come and say, "Oh, he's gone."
1: Right. They're like. <laughs> You know, the only, I don't even know that guy's name. The only the only thing I can akin him to was he was the coach in Greece.
0: Yeah, he's been I, I know the actor. I just uh-huh. can't I can't think of his name. Can't I, think of his name. I can't name. think of anything he's been in off the top of my head, but I know other I know than
1: him. other than Greece. He was the coach in Greece.
0: He always plays that kind of character though, kind of New Jersey Greekish. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Right. You'd have to you know you can't put your finger on it, but that's that's the character he plays always.
1: You know who you you've not mentioned to this whole thing. I mean, you mentioned him by his character name, but you have not you have not given Randy Quaid the the credit that he is due.
0: Randy Quaid is such a great.
1: He's so guy. good, especially as Eddie. Especially as Eddie. I love him in all of the National Lampoon movies cuz he's just so trashy.
0: Oh, you got to see him like in full trashness like in his home right apparently now they've got you know it it didn't give you exact number but you saw at least five kids running around
1: there were more than five and (laughs)
0: not counting the daughter
1: right vicky and and like the the big son with all the piercings my favorite part is you know um um ellen says well you could be pregnant and she starts crying and she was like i've been testing fertility drugs for extra money everybody loves a baby you know (laughs) Just like Randy Quaid is getting it in, you know, like he's got like thirty kids.
0: Oh, and that gross buffet he takes them to.
1: Oh my God! Right? Is With this this not chicken? The, yellow, the blue is beef. Right? He's like, give me some of the yellow.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's and it's so perfect, Eddie. And I've actually known people like this growing up, where you know, Clark goes to grab a plate and he goes, eh, 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 "It's all you can eat. We only need one plate." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it, that bread pudding is extra runny tonight. Oh my
0: god, I almost gagged. It was oh god, it's so gross looking stuff. Because the other stuff looked nasty, but you didn't see him eat it. You saw him eat the bread pudding, which I know like had peas in it.
1: Yeah, it's so gross. Uh,
0: it yes, so Eddie's good. Randy Quaid is. Randy Quaid. I still remember Independence Day. Randy Quaid is so
1: <laughs> awesome. I'm back. I love it. I love it.
0: So, yeah, ultimately, we are in agreement. Um, It's funny, guys. It's a funny movie. Is it the same caliber that you got from John Hughes? No. No, yeah, no, of course not. It's, you know, John Hughes is John Hughes. But it's fun to watch. It's, you know...
1: It's a good way to pass the time.
0: It's what I would call a summer comedy. Yes. No, you know, you don't get bogged... You don't need to get bogged down with the story and stuff. You know, it, it moves, but... It just, it's something to be funny. So, um... What are your um, final thoughts there, Miss Monthulu?
1: I think it's funny and you should watch the freaking movie.
0: <laughs> and S-t- you should rate
1: it better. You should rate it better than what it is on Rotten Tomatoes. Well,
0: stop comparing it to Christmas Vacation and Summer Vacation right. and European Vacation. Okay, it's not. It's a different... It's not. It's going to be different, Honestly, exactly. Honestly, when you take out National Lampoons and you take out John Hughes, go ahead and just consider it an independent film and watch it for that. And it's at least as good as house that me and Fulu talked about on insmith rag and it has like three times the score yep (laughs) it's
1: definitely definitely better than sharknado
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling you we may have mentioned this on your podcast or on this show uh, recently but um shark sharknado is one of those movies that i watch and i go i could be a movie writer
1: (laughs) we mentioned it on the insmith rag yeah
0: yeah. It's just, it's one of those shows, one of those movies, is like, that got, like, someone read that script and went, yeah, let's make this. <laughs> I could do yep. that. This, it's
1: almost as bad as Snakes on a Plane.
0: Oh, my God. I'm, snakes <laughs> on a Plane was ju- I'm telling you, they didn't even pitch the script. Snakes on a Plane was, someone went, look, we're going to get Samuel Jackson. And, and he's like, gonna
1: say he's gonna say the title of the movie like Samuel L. Jackson can off this on this fucking... motherfucking plane. Yeah, that exactly. Was the, that was
0: the movie right there. That was probably the only exactly. pitch. They're like, do you have a script? Nah, we'll figure something out.
1: Yeah, we got this.
0: <laughs> I I never even watched it. I don't know if it was, I'm assuming the bad guy like you know put snakes on there or something.
1: Just fucking snakes
0: on the plane, and you're sitting here going, it couldn't be natural though. Someone had to like plant them or.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's stupid. I forgot what it was about. It's so dumb. I mean, anyway,
0: just to blow the plane up. It right.
1: Uh, just just for everybody's disclaimer though, we do not condone acts of terrorism or snakes upon planes.
0: Unless Samuel Jackson there. I'll, I'll, Unless Samuel L. Jackson is there. I will do there. anything to get Samuel Jackson to come show up.
1: That well, you know, just either make a shark movie or make a snake movie, and he'll be there.
0: So, guys, um, that's gonna wrap up for us. I know this is two short episodes in a row, but again, as we discussed in the beginning, me and Montuola are tired. Oh, tired, yeah, we're tired. Um, the schedule got a little wonky because of all this. I this as we're recording the Sunday coming up, but actually, you won't hear this this episode till after this has happened. But there was never gonna be an episode this week because I'm doing me and Momthulu are both doing a Able Gamers charity marathon yep so the original plan was this episode was going to come out last week like it was planned instead it's going to be either an early for this week or a late for last week everyone to look at it we're still going to be down one episode because we're doing the marathon so um we're just we're, long story short we're just tired yeah <laughs> and we both have marathon stuff coming up so um this episode will actually be available monday for patrons and the following Friday for everyone else as is usually what happens we're just pushing it back one whole week yep because that's how we roll
1: we do it yeah
0: but you know what's coming up after
1: what's that does
0: mom thulu know
1: does mom thulu know yes you're doing something with extra life
0: no well yes that too but but um no the um the next episode we have coming up is gonna be urban legends
1: you're really gonna, gonna, we're gonna defend Urban Legends? This, isn't that, that's a, that's a horror movie.
0: It is a horror movie. Oh. I believe we've discussed this.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, we're gonna watch Urban Legends. Again, we're gonna watch Urban Legends. We're gonna talk about
0: it. <laughs> uh, so as we close up, Mompulu, what do you have coming up?
1: Um. Well, hopefully tomorrow, the second episode of The Innsmouth Rag will drop. In which we've already recorded and I just have to edit. Um, so, you know, check us out wherever you get your podcast, look up the Innsmouth Rag. We are a horror podcast. Um, we talk about horror shows and all the ridiculousness in them. This uh, next episode coming up is about the movie House. Um, and you can see me there. You can catch me here on the Jester's Court. Uh, sooner or later, you will catch me um, on a podcast with a collab with the Longbox guys. Um and tomorrow, between the hours of, what is it, 4 and 8 p.m. Eastern, you can catch me on good for Gaming, or Twitch. T- dot, sorry, Twitch.tv slash goodforgaming or the Able Gamers Marathon, um, where I'm going to be playing a game. Don't know which game I'm going to play yet, but if you donate $75, I'll shave my head.
0: Um, Which would be a good promotion, except for, as I mentioned, this episode won't drop until Monday oh. or Friday next week. At which well, point, shit. that would have already happened.
1: We'll make a donation anyway, because they're <laughs> taking donations, you know, whatever.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, and as Momfula mentioned, March 5th is my first Extra Life Marathon. I'll be doing 12 hours that Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um. Check me out where we usually stream the show, which is twitch.tv slash forward forward slash jester8082. Cool. Um, that is all we... Oh, 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 oh. Side note to that, we will be giving away, if you come hang out, this, which is a Sulu Funko Pump pop signed by, I don't know if the camera's picking up his signature. It's George Decay. Signed by George Decay. George Decay is a national treasure. George Decay is amazing. Listen to his story and stuff, he is just amazing.
1: Very but true.
0: Before we start, you know, doing a longer episode of Doors Decay than we did on the actual pro- property tonight. <laughs> um, that's all we have this week. Um, if you like the show, do us a favor, write a review. Or if you watch this on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter, which is at the Jester's Court. No, I'm sorry, at Jester's Court. But instead of a T at the end of Court, it's a 2. Because apparently Jester Court already was on Twitter. <laughs> um, I already mentioned the Able Gamers. Yeah. Um, and I already mentioned that we'll be back March 6th, 6th talking about Urban Legends. So, guys, Urban we'll,
1: Legends.
0: We will see you then, guys, and have a good night.
1: Be there, be square.